theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why it gets so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Gitchy, gitchy, goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I've, I've got some bread here. I, yeah. I got Rusty French who's man. wanting bread and <laughs> not going to get it anymore, but, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so we do have to go ahead and say that we missed a little shot before yes. I was uh, sick and we just weren't really able to get to it. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of decided we would make it like a special episode later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be released before the end of the year for sure. But that means that this episode we will be reviewing, if you haven't guessed by the title already, <laughs> <laughs> Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Uh, the Studio Ghibli Fest is showing it well. I think they're finishing off like tomorrow or something. Yeah. Um, what are they finishing off with? No, I think this one's just closing out. I don't know what oh. next is. Okay. I think it goes until November, though. Mm-hmm. I meant like what movie is it I finishing off with? Oh, we should okay. look into it. Well, There's another one coming out, so maybe it's leading up to that. Yeah. Well, that's true. Very excited about that mm-hmm. one. Um, but also very excited to talk about this one. We haven't seen this movie before, yeah. and it's one of the most beloved, second most beloved. I think it's up there. I think it... It teeter-totters first mm-hmm. and second. That's fair. But before we get into any of that, yeah. we have quite a lot of news to talk about. A shitload of news. Which I'm very happy about. Me too. Would you like to start it off? Yes, I would. Um, so first, Aquaman 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's... You, I don't know. This one's just a big gamble, it feels like. I feel like it's the same thing as Flash. It looks pretty solid, but it's going to be okay. Yeah, what was the... You said there was a scene that was looking a little wonky. He's going to punch... I think it's Manta. Or is it Manta or Mantra? Black Manta. Black Manta. Mm-hmm. He's going to punch Black Manta, and he kind of resembles the shark from it's like a man- Jaws 3. Oh, it's like a Manta Ray. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yes. Aqua theme, you know. Yes. <laughs> I got it. Um, the big thing that's interesting to me is that we've talked about before is that the there were test screenings of this that people apparently just walked out of. And we thought it was because it was bad. That, and that's still some of the rumors. I have been hearing people saying that the reason that is is because it's just boring, mm-hmm. which I hope is not the case. That's But the other thing that I've heard is that people apparently walked out of the test screenings because of a particular scene um, that was just too Un, 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 I don't know gross heartbreaking? or heartbreaking something like that I think I know what it is okay I don't want you to tell me what but I also like want to know no we gotta we gotta talk about all this. right let's talk about it so this is a comic book thing this is a long running story and I can't understand them adapting this plot point being um just uncomfortable and something mm-hmm. people don't like because it's also that way in the comics um Aquaman in this movie has a kid yeah um, and Aquaman in the comics and, and Mera have had a son, a very famous son mm-hmm. in the comic book world, in the Aquaman world, uh, oh, for a particular reason. He dies, like, really young. Really? <laughs> like, as a baby, <laughs> he dies. And so I'm thinking That's that... That's Yeah, I'm thinking that they must have maybe not pulled out the stops on this and people were just so unhappy about it. It's like mm-hmm. whenever you kill a dog in a movie, they say don't kill a dog in a movie yeah. 
because that's the fastest way to just turn off your audience. And honestly, if that is what it is, I have nothing but respect for this. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Sure. Just seeing a little baby die for no fucking reason. But this is also this kid's legacy. Like, all this kid has ever done in the comics is die. But isn't Aqualad a thing? Aqualad has never been his son. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, well. is, it has always been, like, an apprentice or, like, um, yeah, I think the Aqualads is, there's one named Garth, who's, like, kind of the main one, but in more popularity has been, um, oh, now that I'm forgetting his actual name, he's in the um, Young Justice mm-hmm. um, animated show, and he's he's become quite popular and has gotten his own Aqualad title in the comics since then. Um, so, yeah. like, those have been Aqualads, but no, nev- never his kid. That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand people walked out of the theater. People walked out of um, Marley and Me. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about this is like it's been adapted before, but never. But I don't think it's ever been adapted where the kid actually died. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think the most famous version is it was adapted in the um, one of the Justice League animated shows, either the Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. There's a storyline, and I remember it was specifically um, like the kid was in danger and it was going to die. But they they switched it to where Aquaman loses his hand in order to escape and saves his son. And then moving forward, he has like a hook hand kind of thing, which is very 90s, and which is when it's from. They do that in the comics, too. But it's a I don't know. I think this time they're going for. No, we're going to we're going to kill the kid. I mean, they might as well. It's it's the end of the old DCEU as we know it. It's also, I don't know, it's James Wan, who is, you know, big time horror director. Mm-hmm. And maybe I would say he's probably not afraid to push the envelope a little bit. That's fair. I need to see the first one. Did he direct that one as well? Yes. You haven't seen, you still haven't seen no. it? No. Wow. Just haven't gotten to it. It's good. It's fun. I've heard it's fun. Yeah. So, there's I've... weird stuff in it. Yeah. What'd it's... you think of him writing the seahorse? It was fine. It was kind of cool. <laughs> I like that. I was a lot. here for it. It's a big, I'm here for goofy underwater shenanigans. Big time Aquaman joke. Look mm-hmm. at him writing that stupid ass seahorse. <laughs> but I like it enough. Um, next bit of news that we have, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot the best what, news of the week. I, I forgot what this news of the week was. The Rock is rejoining the WWE. <laughs> Which, if that isn't the most movie star move in the world, I don't know what is. I don't think it is a movie star war- move. I think it's a has-been movie star move. It's rough. Which is like, so he's like returning for a special event thing, which mm-hmm. if it was one time, it's fine. But it seems like he's also returning. By the way, we know nothing about the WWE. No, no. So we, we know don't, it's fake. Yeah, but... we're, we're not going to like try to like sit, act like we know any of this stuff or anything. We're not trying to. But the fact that like... It seems like he's trying to make a big enough move in the WWE. Like he's trying to recoup some losses. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to us. And it's just it's just funny to me, man. It's it's so rough because for me, and I think I just said this to you before, his his final nail in the coffin was when he returned to Fast Ten. No, it wasn't. It I was, was like, Black Adam. Yes, that was that was that was the worst movie that cut him off. But the first move for me that was like I I am like losing my career. I need to get some momentum no. for me was when he was like, I'm a return to fast and furious, even though I have shit on it for the six inciting years. incident is black <laughs> Adam. That is the one that made him make all these moves and be like, I got to recoup something. I got to yeah. go back to Disney. I got to go back to fast and furious. I got to go back to WWE. And it's just, I mean, it's fine. He's, we've talked about this. He's way bigger than when he yeah. last was in the WWE. So it's like, he's probably going to win or do a bunch of other cool mm-hmm. shit and all that. 
but it's just funny that like he hasn't been in the WWE for a while. He's been making movies, and, and now he's like, actually, I'm gonna go back. Does he have a bad agent, or is he himself bad at picking these movies? No, I think he has an ego. Well, we know that. That's like, not I think what's he up just, for discussion. And I think he just uses that ego and the power of being, quote unquote, the rock too many times. And oh, now so, he's you run think, out. so you think he's like a parasite? Like, it's not that he's picking bad roles. It's that he's picking roles and then making them bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Because, like, I think he gets, there's what, like five movies where he's in the fucking jungle. Yeah. Like, and those are, those are his good movies. Uh-huh. But none of That's them are true. like. I guess Juma- I guess Jumanji was a pretty decent box office. Hit, I don't think he but... really has like like Jumanji is the closest thing to like a franchise mm-hmm. for him. Like a that you go like oh yeah the Rock does the does yeah. like I don't think you have to be in a franchise though to be. Successful. I think you would need to be recognized for something, or you don't. Well, no, I, I I still think so. I think you need to have something that you're like very big and recognizable for. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest one for him is Jumanji. I mean, yeah. I know he has a bunch of other stuff, but he also, like, he does a bunch of, like, weird projects, like he Skyscraper. Did. Yeah. Or um, he did. Sa- San Andreas, or, um, well, I don't hate that one. There was that one with um, Florence Pugh, where they're a wrestler. That oh, one, yeah. But that one's in his wheelhouse, so that's fine, I guess. That was, like, The Family or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched it. Journey 2. I've heard it's good. Yeah, Journey 2. Rampage. Rampage is one of those, like, bad monster movies. But I really... I really like him in Fast Five when he's like this caricature he's of a person. He's so good. And there's no ego in it. And he like, you kind of hate him, but you also love him for being like this mm-hmm. awful thing. But yeah, it's the ego thing. That was his real potential to like be noticed in a franchise. Uh-huh. And him and Vin just couldn't get over themselves. <laughs> so one of them had to get the boot. And Vin was there since movie one. So and it wasn't going to be him. a producer on Yeah. Him. Like Vin was not leaving that franchise. No. So but it was... Just- it was screwed from the beginning. It's fun watching The Rock break down. <laughs> it's sad. I wish that it's a kind of annoying because like he's fun. I like him as an actor and what I do. He's enjoy. charismatic. He's very yeah. charismatic, but it's just the thing of like he doesn't make these good decisions. He doesn't let him. By, he doesn't get over himself. Yeah, and what I mean also by like the franchise thing is like like Ryan Reynolds. I kind of feel is the example, mm-hmm. even though you knew Ryan Reynolds for various different movies and everything it wasn't i feel until deadpool that he really like shot up and became the like oh my god it's ryan reynolds yeah you know, that was definitely thing. like the thing deadpool became his and it was so clear even from when he w- did x-men origins he was like i am deadpool mm-hmm. i just need to make a good movie i just need to get into a different one <laughs> so i feel like oh, i don't know well there is red notice seen red notice the rock is oh yeah he is i feel like that's the rock Trying to get onto the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> fame. Yeah, I, I think they were like, here's two pretty boys yeah, who sure. everyone loves, and Gal pretty Gadot. Boys? You can't go wrong. A lot of people. Alyssa's like in love with the Rock. It's a whole thing. That's a. Pr- would you call him a pretty boy? She thinks he's very attractive. Not I'm my not saying, I'm not saying attractive. I'm saying pretty boy. Eh. I don't know if same you, difference. I don't know if you fall under. I don't think you can be built like a truck <laughs> and still be considered a pretty boy. So pretty truck. <laughs> pretty truck. <laughs> He's the Optimus Prime yeah. of wrestling. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to put it, yeah. Um, Anyways, we really don't have anything on no, this. No, we just, just think we just it's thought funny. It was funny. Well, because we've been, we've been like, yeah, he's because we just have been watching him. He's gonna, he's gonna come plot. back. He is, but 
but he's he gonna had have his that flop, movie. and we've just been watching him scramble mm-hmm. and we've been like just talking about it he's in the scramble time. era yeah which i get it's a rough era sure he's gonna come back with one though there's gonna yeah. be a movie where i don't know if it's this it's definitely not this chris evans christmas one no. that they're doing but there's gonna be a movie where he comes back and i don't, I don't know watch that, though. maybe the scramble period will give put his ego in check it should maybe your name can only get you so far no matter who you are yeah you have to be able to hold up to it mm-hmm. it's like gordon ramsay he can only be such an asshat because his food is that great that is true you know like That's he, a good he example, can back actually. it up um sorry just a way, take there. i work in restaurants and this has been a topic that's brought up. That would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> Cooking under Jordan Gordon Ramsay. Just, like if I just hear that Gordon Ramsay has got walked into the restaurant, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not staying here. <laughs> like I'm the no. Nope, that's fair. Well, and I hate that thing because everyone's like, he made me cry. It's like, of course he made you cry. That's this whole shtick. Yeah. You get on a show, he makes you cry, you move on. Mm-hmm. Life. But that's the thing. It's like, I also know why he's doing This is a whole tangent. Yeah, it is. And we in this will either stay in or go out. I don't know. But it's just like, he's being intentionally rude mm-hmm. because it's an act at this yeah. point. And he, it's like, that's what is expected for him. But if he goes into my restaurant and starts doing his shtick towards me, it's like what well, I don't care. I'm not I'm not getting paid enough <laughs> to be shit on <laughs> by you. Ramsey, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just leaving. I'm like, no, he's gonna do it. I can't stop him. I don't wanna do it. I love the kid shows whenever he's like yeah, the nicest person nice. in the world. He's like, Oh, you just need to add a little more salt, honey. Like, mm-hmm. like it's the nicest thing in the world. And then to adults, he's like, this is the worst thing that's ever touched anyone. What are you? In the An idiot sandwich. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, whew, it's rough. Anyways, oh that's our Gordon Ramsay the rant. The squid is so raw, it's still telling SpongeBob <laughs> to go fuck itself. <laughs> that one's great. I actually haven't seen that. That's good, though. <laughs> that's a great one. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah. He's a great insult person. He is. That's why he's great at Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> or X. Oh, God. It's I don't even dying. know if he's still on it it's or not. It's so dying. Um, uh, next no. is uh the Percy Jackson teaser trailer. Like, we got a full trailer this mm-hmm. time. What'd you think? I'm so fucking pumped. <laughs> it looks good. They point. Ugh, Luke looks awful. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I'm going to despise him. Yeah. Um. They showed Ares, and so they're definitely going the actual book route of the big bad. Mm-hmm. And I believe we also get a little peek at Zeus. Yeah. Which. Rest Sad. In peace. Rest Sad, in peace. Oh, heartbreaking. It'll be a nice. Um, it'll be nice to see him to again. Him. Yeah, it, it'll be nice to see him in his last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, when is, um, Chadwick Boseman was in What If. Yeah, is this his last thing? This is the last thing he did oh. before he died. Yeah, that's why it's like such a thing. I always do like it. It obviously doesn't matter, but whenever it is like those last things, you want it to be something that's you know like really good and mm-hmm. amazing and really like going out with a bang kind of a way but with how the movie industry is it's like you, you you never know you never know you just put in the work and then it's like the last thing that like even with Chadwick Boseman I don't think what if is a bad no. last thing but it's like I would have rather it kind of been Black Panther at that <laughs> point or something like that. or that Netflix movie um yeah. whatever it is but oh but this Mal Rainey's something something five yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this one, this is a this feels like a very good like going out with a bang, like good mm-hmm. property to be a part of kind of thing. I mean, he just announced yesterday that he's doing another book. Oh, is Percy he? Jackson. He already he released Chalice of the Gods and then next day after he was you're like, by the way, there's gonna, gonna watch one piece. Not with Percy Jackson. <laughs> you're never gonna watch it because you're just gonna get new Percy shit. Jackson is my one piece. 
It will. It, there's so many books. I have the oh. world is my oyster. Speaking of One Piece, yeah, let's talk about One Piece. Yeah. So One Piece officially got a season two renewal, which we knew. Yeah. We knew that was gonna happen. But it was a nice little video by yeah. uh, Ichihiro Oda, who you know gave a little drawing of a Tony Tony Chopper, who I am very excited mm-hmm. to see. Um, got some uh, maybe, I don't know, interesting news about yeah. Tony Tony Chopper. Um, some of the showrunners or some of the special effects people have come out and said that they are not doing full CGI mm-hmm. and that they seem to be wanting to take, they said an R long approach to it, which is, I'm hoping not, um, a, a, just a kid. R long. The villain. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were talking about different property. No, no, no. Like okay. R long. Yeah. And I'm hope I don't want it to be a, like a person in process. You want it to be like, I want a puppet. Yeah. Is the thing. And here's why, here's my thought process behind this. Right. So we've been have, we've been getting these baby characters mm-hmm. in, in these properties. We've got baby Groot. We got Grogu mm-hmm. and Grogu is also like kind of the pinnacle. I yeah. feel it's like Grogu's great. He's I, the child. Yes, he's the child. Yeah. And I feel like Chopper is the is like strangely enough the perfect progression of that in terms of technology and like taking it a step up mm-hmm. because he has a little miniature form that is like his main form mm-hmm. and where he's cute and adorable. He's like a deer, right? Yeah, he's a reindeer. Um, and he's great and I love it. And that one should be a puppet. Because it's gonna save you money. I know that this is like the this was the biggest budget of any premiere season mm-hmm. of anything, and next season will probably just get even more yeah. money. But that One Piece has a lot of expensive <laughs> shit that mm-hmm. they would have to do. So I feel like you should do a puppet for the little one, and then use CGI for these other transformations that he has. But I I don't know if they're gonna do that. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see who this character is. I'll probably, I know you think I'll never watch One Piece, but I will watch One Piece he at will, some point. He's like, God, there's there's so many characters. Like, it feels like every time there's a new crewmate, I'm just like, you're my favorite. <laughs> and then yeah. the new one comes in, and I'm like, you're my favorite. <laughs> and But Tony Tony Chopper seriously is like a, a fan favorite character. Mm-hmm. He's just adorable. He has so much potential to be the next Grogu in terms of popularity and just like everybody loving him. Um, and speaking of uh, Tony Tony Chopper, he's also the favorite character of one Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Who, if uh, probably everyone if knows about this. you've been on anything One Piece. Yes. Uh, she loves One Piece. She loves Tony Tony Chopper. And she has been uh, just, she's been wanting to be a part of the second mm-hmm. season. And there, there's some talks going on. She uh, posted something on, I think, Instagram and or, or X or whatever. And mm-hmm. somebody from the show did reply and go and went, we're just waiting for these strikes to end. Um, and then we'll we'll kind of we'll, we'll start talking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, she is the fan favorite to be playing the character Dr. Kareha. Mm-hmm. Um, if and there's a little bit of a spoiler for you. I'm sorry. This is Tony Tony Chopper's mother. OK, so I would love for Jamie Lee Curtis to play her favorite character's mother. Yeah, <laughs> I just I think she kind of looks great. like the character, too. Oh, she absolutely yeah. does. It'd be great. Uh, talking about another character that would be introduced this season that I'm interested with the casting that they'll do. So there is a, another character that is, this is a fan favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Porcus D. Ace. Okay. Um, he is a character that is much more significant later on in the series, not in the second season, but he would be introduced in the second mm-hmm. season. 
Um, and there are a couple rumors going around for who could play him. The kind of like if you were to pick a big big name, uh, people are talking about Zolo. Why? Why do I never oh, look up his last fuck, name? God damn it! You look up his last name. I'm very I know who sorry. you're talking about. Very sorry, Blue Beetle. Um, like I'm very sorry, but uh, he's a popular one, and he would not be bad. But I also have um a lesser known actor and i think these are always great for like getting some lesser known actors um known because you know what zolo is known at this point ramirez it says uh romario zolo ramirez um uh known as zolo meriduena i'm very sorry very sorry we're really trying we are not um, we do not speak Spanish. No, we don't. <laughs> like, we, 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 this is very inept. But we'll say Zolo Ramirez because that's mm-hmm. what it says in the thing. But he's 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 real famous. He's set up. He doesn't need One Piece. Yeah, and he's already kind of made his mark. Mm-hmm. But there is another actor that is petitioning for it that I really he's got the look for it, like dead mm-hmm. ass the look, and it's uh, Lucas Amorim. I'm going to show you the picture. He's petitioning very hard to play uh, Ace in the live action. He's wanting to do it, and I think this dude has to look. I don't know him in anything, I will say, but um, I'm just, I'm kind of, I would rather have less known, unknown actors mm-hmm. than known. That I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm here for it. I yeah. always like finding new people. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah. But um, with that, we're talking about also the strikes. Yeah. Um, so the WGA announced that on September 20th, I believe, uh, they were going to meet up to talk about, uh, with the AMT, they were going to meet up, meet up with the AMPTP to discuss deals. And Mm -hmm. they went back for about four days and then came out and at like 11 o'clock at night, we're like, by the way, we got our deal. It's everything we wanted. We just have to vote on it and get through the statistical parts. And they finally and have. they did. And the writers are officially off strike. They even set like a little clock post. Mm-hmm. It was very cute. Um, and they got it. They got AI protection. They got fair wages. They got residuals. better working condition re- residuals. The whole kit and caboodle and a whole new system to try to pay them how they should be paid mm-hmm. from the beginning. An- awesome step yes. forward it really like a historic step mm-hmm. forward uh we are still waiting on the sag uh actors to um they are still on strike we're waiting on them to come to an, a deal hopefully that will come soon yeah um, but they posted they have had they haven't even scheduled a meeting yet mm-hmm. so i guess they're probably still holding up yeah. for the actors uh, just yeah as as great as this is also do want to say it's not over yet still mm-hmm. more things to be done um but this is a huge uh first step yeah well because uh, you know. with one done, the yeah. second one's isn't far behind. Hopefully, hopefully. Like I like, just don't. I don't want it to be a situation where it's like, well, the writers have done it now, so now the actors kind of have to. And yeah, I want them to get everything that they need yeah. and deserve to. So, um, but yeah, really glad. Yeah. Um, still gonna get those next like two years yeah. of bad movies though. Yeah. Well, I don't know because they kind of, they they didn't keep going. They kind of paused. So we might we'll probably get some bad movies in the next two years. But I think we might also get some that like just kind of got pushed off because they didn't get finished. Because a lot of things just stop production completely because of this. So, because in t- the, I still think we're gonna get we're a gonna lot get of bad some bad things. ones. But in 07, the actors didn't go on strike as well. It was just writers. I think we'll get with a this. Lot of bad it stuff. really had to stop. We're gonna get a lot of bad stuff, but I don't think it's only gonna be bad stuff. I think that's my take. <laughs> that's my take. I think it will be. I All think right. It will well, be a we'll lot see. Of... Time will tell. Yeah. Don't really know. And a rise of indie movies. For the sure. rise of indie movies. Oh yeah, we could definitely need more indie movies. 
well, and it sucks to be Drew Barrymore because she tried to bring her show back and then a week later it stopped. So she had one week to not look like a scab. She failed. She failed. <laughs> she failed. Failed royally. Yeah. Um, but let's see. We also now have some more trailers. Yes. Uh, we got the trailer for Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that there's mm-hmm. not going to be a lot of Hunger Games in this. I mean... And it will. It's each movie, even if it does have a Hunger Games in it. There's also a lot of politics uh, surrounding it. But that's not what I want. I know you want to see told, kids kill. I've kids. told you many times in this particular franchise, I actually don't give a fuck about the revolution. I know, it hurts my soul. <laughs> and I think this movie's gonna mostly be about the revolution, or like you know the stuff that would yeah. eventually lead to the revolution, all that bullshit. There's when, a lot of when I just want to see kids killing kids. There's a lot in an of, arena. Uh, I'm also gonna hate all the snakes. There's a lot more snakes. There's in this a lot trailer. of snakes. <laughs> I really don't like. They're snakes. like in the arena. I don't know if you saw it in that part. Yeah, I'm gonna um, need. We're gonna need to watch this movie together. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Because I'm gonna need to hide in your lap. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. Um, I can I can deal with snakes, Cindy. Okay. Um, but uh, I think it's a lot of like, it more sets up why snow. Like we know it sets up why he's so evil, but it also kind of sets up why he hates Katniss off the bat. Mm-hmm. Because the rose is a metaphor for her and Purim, whenever in the last two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they He's called a snake and venomous because he does this poison trick mm-hmm. um, and like songbird snake. There's a lot of like foreshadowing that they're pulling to kind of set up. And I'm really interested in that because yeah. it's going to be rough it's gonna be a lot of kids dying brad like like this is the 10th in fun and brutal ways most likely yeah okay because i'm be honest i watched all four movies this last week rough a lot of kids died i'll see (laughs) it's not fun in the revolution sense when they get bombed like that's no no no. i mean in the game it's fun when it's a competition and people are coming up with like creative ways well they do two games in those movies well, for for four movies, that's two games too short. That's fair. <laughs> the last one is more just full. I love revolution. that you were going like, "Come on, man!" There's like two games in those movies, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Two, two games too short. Yeah, no, we need like I want five. I mean, technically, there's a third one, but it's not like an official game. They just kind of get terrorized in the town or in the city. You're talking about the mocking. Yeah, because Phoenix like welcome to the '76 Hunger Games because it it is. Like oh. they're 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 using Hunger Game tactics. Oh, it's rough. Meh. It's not as organized though as a real game. So Will I just that. watch the original again? Maybe. <laughs> it's really good. It's fucked up, but it's really good. It's a hell of an opener. We were hanging out uh, the other day, and you you had rewatched it, and you just came back to me, and you were like. Brad, why do you enjoy that? It's <laughs> like, so it, brutal. It, it hurt me. Because I, I was sitting there and I was like, Brad finds this funny. Like, really <laughs> finds this funny. And I was just like, this is rough. I had a, I had it was a, good, but <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> I had an interaction with somebody who watched Cocaine Bear. And, like, they brought up Cocaine, Cocaine Bear. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I loved Cocaine Bear. And, they were, and this is a person that I would consider, like, kind of fucked up yeah but then they just had your reaction to it and then i was like am i the fucked up one you have a dark <laughs> sense of humor sometimes i'll admit that because you because you'll even make it's like really sad the rest is great though and it's like no <laughs> like it's Cocaine all bears, sad great <laughs> the whole overarching lesson is like it's all sad are we talking about hunger games or all of the hunger games, games. <laughs> 
Cocaine Bear is just wild. Cocaine Bear is just fucked up for fucked up sake. Yeah, that's that's what's funny about it. Yeah, I think that's why I'm like not that interested in the Hunger Games stuff because as soon as you get rid of the games, which is like a like creative, inventive way to mm-hmm. display brutal uh, special effects, it's it's just it's just sad, like you said. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this isn't as fun. I think that's why I'm I've grown on the boys because like as brutal as it is, there's a lot of comedy in it that yeah. is intended. Well, and it's the boys is like this is hell. Mm-hmm. There is no happiness. Yes. There is no sunshine. It is just sad. Which I which often does kill a like story yeah. for me. Um, talking about Gen V next week. Yes, uh, so excited very, for that. Yes, yeah, so just am I. just whatever the first two or three they release. Yeah, um, I think it's three. You think it's going to be three? No. They should follow their method more. They should, but Disney does too. So now I think other people are going to try and do that. I like I like the boys' method. They they release like three, mm-hmm. and then they go. Then do the weekly, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot more. Uh, Wish got a trailer. I think it looks really fun. Looks, I watched Elemental. I watched a lot of Looks fine. <laughs> I think it looks really fun. It looks like Disney's like swing at a Into the Spider-Verse Puss in Boots type of animation where it's like different levels. So we've talked about the animation before yeah. in that there's something... I think it's the background? It's the background. They, it's they like, took more of a Studio Ghibli feel, though, I don't instead think of a comic book I don't feel. think that's what this is. It feels... And I can be a, 100% wrong mm-hmm. on this. It feels cheaper. <laughs> the background, like, it feels like it's a painted set and then they animated around it. But it kind of feels like the paintings that they did and that she did in like Tangled. Like no. you're right, it looks like someone painted. I like no, I don't get that vibe from it. Really? No. And I really like we're 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 gonna be talking about obviously a 2D animated movie, but I just I almost would rather have a 2D animated background and a 3D animated characters, but this doesn't feel like that. I disagree. It feels 2D in the back and then 3D up front, except the star, because the star is like out of this world. I don't know. I am just, enjoying I don't, the feel of it. it I feels don't know warm what and fuzzy. it is, but there is something about this animation style that's just—it's not settling right with me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the the story and premise is is fine. It's cute. It's whatever. It's, a Disney movie. it's nothing that gets me interested. I will say, there's I something think... really. There was something really nice about Luca that just like even from like the premise that I had heard of just mm-hmm. like I don't even think I knew the mermaid thing. I think it, I thought it was just going to be like a. T- growing up tale yeah. about two boys in Italy and I was like that sounds fun mm-hmm. and like charming and whatever like that this doesn't sound like that <laughs> I disagree I'm excited for the voice actor from um fucking Charlie Quinn Alan Tudyk yeah I'm really excited for him I, I mean I love Alan Tudyk and I will say yes that's probably the highlight of yeah. it for me but I also like there's a joke in this trailer where he's he's like he scratches his butt on a yeah. on some wood and then finds it and I'm like Okay, I didn't find that funny. I was like, I mean, that's fair, boring. but we're not. Some of those jokes aren't intended for us. I guess that's true. Are we growing old? <laughs> I think we're not children. <laughs> I mean, a butt joke is pretty on the. I want to be children. Eh. I want to be a child. I think I think it's gonna surprise us, and I because I think we really missed something when we didn't review Elemental. I don't think we did. I it came back, bro, and it swung hard, and it's getting another reprise because of its release on Disney Plus. That's great. I still have not one iota of interest. Okay, that's fine, but I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. Cool. I cried again. I think, I think certain dresses <laughs> turned me off. <laughs> that's fair. It was. It's. It, it's. It's an immigrant story. It's very oh, yeah. like deep, and the love story is really interesting. Well, that's nice. They handle it really well. I was, and it talks a lot about equity versus equality. Mm-hmm. 
um and like how you can how it's not just about even it's making sure we're all at the same level and it's a lot of good shit Mm -hmm. anyways argyle got a trailer um this is a new matthew vaughn movie (laughs) yeah who the fuck is matthew vaughn so matthew vaughn is a very famous director that did um, a lot of movies you love like x-men first class and of course the first kingsman he also did the second kingsman but that one's not great um but it is this but this is an argyle um it's another spy movie but it's got a an interesting twist which Mm -hmm. is it's about an author that has written a spy like novel and then those spy novels i guess are becoming true Mm -hmm. and so there are real spies that are going after her and trying to get all this stuff and the and the person playing her main character, Agent Argyle, mm-hmm. is Henry Cavill in just the worst just the worst haircut I've ever seen. Him it's in. a rough haircut. I think it's actually the worst haircut I've ever seen. <laughs> ever? Just look, ever. the competition is Hawkeye from Endgame, but That's a fair point. I think this one's worse. It's rougher. It's very rough. It's rough. It just it doesn't he looks look like good. The Russian guy's haircut in fucking Stranger Things season three. I want you to look. You remember uh, Chris Evans had a haircut kind of like it. Uh, he did like a play where he played mm-hmm. a New York cop. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Look, look those up. See what you think is better or worse. I think Henry Cavill's is worse. <laughs> Chris Evans, cop. Cop <laughs> and play. Was it a play? I think it was a play. Yeah, I think he did a Broadway show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with a uh, oh, Michael Sierra. Oh, was it? Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not uh, know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another uh, uh, Henry Cavill's was worse. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Not a good haircut. Shut it out. But everything else about this seems fun and interesting. Yeah. It's got this cat in a in a bag for no reason. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. It's it's to have that trailer lying. Don't let the cat. Out yeah, of the oh, bag. for sure. And it's it's there. I like, I like Kingsman though. I'm uh, here for yeah, it. And I like Matthew Vaughn. Like Matthew Vaughn mostly delivers a very fun, entertaining yeah. movie. It's kind of like him and I'd say Guy Ritchie is more missed than hit, but mm-hmm. like I'd also kind of put them on the same kind of Um Yeah, Michael Gamden, um, who famous for playing Double Door along mm-hmm. with many iconic different roles. Also Kingsman. He was also on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um just he passed away at eighty two. Uh, which is not bad innings. It's not. It's not. It's it's up there, and it's. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he had a long life, but mm-hmm. it's just heartbreaking when yeah, a legend like that passes away. And we did, and we had um, um, Hagrid pass not that long. Yeah, ago. I think it was last year. <sighs> is Daniel Radcliffe next? I hope not. <laughs> he's he's coming around for a second run oh, in acting. I want him to go strong. What year did Snape die? Twenty eighteen. No, that's too. Um, hold on. I almost feel like it's sooner. If we have lost a Harry Potter actor three years in a row, I will be very upset. Uh, If he died in 2020, which I almost feel like is when it happened. Sorry, no one looks like their actual character. Alan Rickman. Thank you. I couldn't remember his goddamn name. (laughs) Fantastic actor from Die Hard and many other Yes, I was like, what else is he in? Yeah. And, um, And what's that? The... To, he died in 2016, so I was I was closer. Oh, okay. Yeah, man that that doesn't feel like that long ago. No, we were babies. <laughs> babies. We were sophomores. <laughs> babies. I, I guess. Um. Okay. 
Well, hopefully we'll get a break from losing yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter actors. Um, so yeah, just sad news. Yeah. But Argyle yeah. looks interesting. It does. It looks fun. Mm-hmm. I want to watch. This isn't any of them, but it kind of also has the same vibe. It's that Ryan Johnson like TV show Poker Face. Yes. I want to check that out. That looks good. And it kind of has a bit of the mm-hmm. same vibe. It's on this. Peacock, I think. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need to watch it, but yeah. I haven't. Um, but I that, did watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I watched more uh, Psych this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you enjoy it? I'm. Enjoy- I the issue wasn't I didn't enjoy Psych. Yeah. Let's be clear. Where you I at? stopped and started Psych six times because I am determined to finish it eventually. Oh yeah. Um, we're on season four. Pussy, I watched it in, in oh, one go. Well, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, we get distracted. That's fine. Um, That's fine. We're on season the, four. We are back to the point. We are back to the point. <laughs> we're on season four, and it's we just did a very Juliet episode with oh, the I, lover boy who she yes. meets every so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a cute episode. Yeah, which means. Sean has one year to get his act together <laughs> before he comes back. And I don't think he's going to do it. And I want to know who figures out first. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a great. It's Alyssa says. They, um, they do a podcast recently. Really? Uh, yeah. I think, I think the, I'm forgetting her, the actress's name, but Juliet's yeah. um, actress does a podcast. And I think she had James Roday on for a bit. Hmm. Uh, he talked about like his fantasy league and how he was like 10th in the nation. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So. She's in, she did a Inside of You episode as well. Oh, yeah. You know, she's great. Yeah. Love her. I know I know uh, James Roday and uh, Dulé Hill mm-hmm. uh, also did their own Inside of You podcast. Hmm. Really great episode. Yeah. Just I love Psych. Yeah, me it's too. It's a fun... I don't want to listen to it until I finish it because a lot of times oh, they talk about the end. And that's I don't, don't want to be spoiled. I want to find out mm-hmm. how Sean gets his act together on my own. That's fair. You know what I like about this franchise? This is a real, really, yeah, really, really just long off tangent, rails here. But I like that they still will do it every yeah. once in a while. The show ended and then they just started making movies yeah. of it. They've made three, I think, they made, so far. Yeah, the third one is like Lassie Come Home or something. Yeah. It came out like 2020. Yeah. Like, this show ended like 2014. And I think they'll make another. <laughs> like, it's been a second, guys. And they'll probably make another one yeah. once they, you know, are done with certain yeah. projects and stuff like that, which I love. It's great. Yeah, because I know uh, Zachary Levi was talking. He's trying to get support to do a Chuck movie. Yeah. Um, and like good beggar budget one which is great I th- i'm here for it um but it, it's more of just getting everyone in the same place at the mm-hmm. same time i'd love a white collar yeah movie. just just a little but, like come but, we, but we've lost willie garson yeah so i don't think it's worth no, it anymore no. <laughs> if, if he was still alive i'd be like do it but now it's like wow we lost maz <laughs> uh i'm uh, still on my uh suits days at the moment yeah that's those are all like the same show. Yeah, it's early two thousands, <laughs> random ass. That's my, that's my comfort to early two thousand mm-hmm. show. That's that's where are we're those at. early two thousands. Chuck is two thousand five. Okay, that's sure. I think Suits is like two thousand eleven or something. Okay, I think that's, that's I think that's also when uh, White Collar is though. White Collar. Oh, that's a great point. I could have swore that was. I think that's two thousand nine. Okay. And I know Psych was like 2007. 2006. Oh, yeah. You can feel Psych. <laughs> yes, so, can. Like, I watch Psych and I'm like, wow, I'm old. There's also, <laughs> this isn't a spoiler, but there is an episode in like, it's like season seven or six or whatever, like one of the later seasons where they just they just redo an episode from season one. Mm-hmm. It's that cloudy one, that courtroom one that they yeah. did. Uh, they just redo it again. And they just, and they change the plot and everything, and which I think the first one's better. But fair uh, enough. But they also like they go back. They like we're back in two thousand six now, <laughs> and I'm like, 
this is weird. It's fair. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to the yeah. point. And let's talk about our main topic today, which is Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. This is the first Studio Ghibli movie we've reviewed on here, right? Yeah, because we, ne- we weren't able to spirit it away. We've, like, discussed Yeah, we've talked about them before, but this like... is, like, the actual, like, first review that yeah. we're doing. Um, I I love this movie. It was so good. It was very good. It was not what I was expecting. I also thought I had a lot spoiled, and I didn't, so I was, I'm also mm. very happy. I didn't, I didn't really know what to, like, think going into it. Mm-hmm. I did see, though, like, it was the little log line on the, on the HBO Max going, or Max now. Um, going like, uh, Sophie with with cursed, uh, yeah, with, is cursed and is find, cursed and goes to find and a goes wizard. to find hell. And I was thinking it was going to be like Princess Mononoke kind of type curse mm-hmm. where she, it's like some weird goo or whatever. There are goos in this, but it's not. Yeah, but uh, but no, she just she turns old, which I was not expecting at all. Yeah, <laughs> this um, is a full spoiler, by the way. Yeah, for this. it's. 20 years old yes it is at this point you've had time um if, if you're listening to this that being should, said this is fine. the first time we've watched yeah. it. <laughs> but like if it was spoiled that was on us at this point mm-hmm. um yeah it's very di- i also saw like the curse thing mm-hmm. um it was it was not what i expected no it isn't um, um i do have some notes my my first note and i think it is great is like what an introduction for howl yeah that introduction of also apparently it is different in a book. Apparently he's the one that is antagonizing her in yeah. the alley. But um, like I think that that introduction is so good because it works as like a a save the cat kind of thing for mm-hmm. um for Howell, and it also acts as like the inciting incident because as soon as he shows up, that's when things just immediately off to the fucking races yeah. and i also uh my next note is oh i immediately understand why everyone is attracted to how yeah oh my god instantly you're like okay <laughs> i see i get it now i like i said i didn't know anything about like going into this movie except ever i knew that so many people are obsessed with Howell mm. <laughs> and being like he's so attractive and everything like that that being said what a little bitch boy honestly <laughs> Because that like that happens, but then later in the movie you realize, oh, he's vain as shit. Yeah, he is. He's so vain he might even think that song is about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, good reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was also very like, wow, you're kind of a piss baby, huh? Yeah, he gets like, yeah, so it's like Sophie goes into the castle and just starts cleaning everything. And he ends up like dying his hair on accident. One, you're a magic mate. Just snap your fingers also, and go back to the Read your fucking vials, bro. Sure. Like maybe maybe look at it. That being said, I don't know. If you're if you're an ADHD or OCD person, that's like you 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 have everything where you want it. But his issue wasn't that she moved everything and he caught it. His issue was he didn't look after she moved shit, so then he dyed his hair wrong. That's his fault. That, what? No. <laughs> he should have looked. What? Use your eyes, bro. No, that's not what I mean. If you have everything where you expect it yeah. to be, and then somebody is like, well, I'm going to clean it, and then they move it, you're going to be mad. And he had every right moved. to be mad, but he also should have read the fucking vials. That bit, wait, sh- no. I think, he, I, think he was, I think he was right in being mad about it, and even for the fact that he dyed his hair wrong, I think when I stopped like relating to him is when he just immediately turns into a pile of goo. Yeah, what a fucking baby. And I was like, okay, shut a up. A little dramatic here, buddy. He also turned his hair black, so yeah. he could have turned it back blonde. I'm literally just like, you're magic, mate. <laughs> just, just fix it. Just fix it. It's fine. You're a wizard. You're a wizard howl. Yeah. Well, in... 
it's such a thing because like the whole time you're like what's his heart did someone actually steal his heart what actually happened da, da, da. and i was oh whole, i gotta talk about calcifer yeah so the whole time i was like calcifer is not a bad guy i like, love calcifer he's the best i love Cal- was it ever a thing of calcifer was a bad guy well, in this? At, for a second they were like a demon stole his heart and the demon's evil and do 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 so i was like is calcifer um, gonna end up being evil i didn't really get that vibe from this i mean they say demon but i just i don't know maybe it's from watching too much anime but yeah. I, I often just go like a demon is a creature <laughs> That's fair. It can be good. It can be bad. It can be whatever. Um, and so I didn't. I didn't get the like eventual. I didn't know about Calcifer. Yeah. But I do love Calcifer. Me as well. And I did know that it was Billy Crystal off the bat. I <laughs> could not remember who it was for my life. However, beautiful casting. I was. He starts. He starts talking off, and I could tell. Even if I, I could tell it was a, a comedian of mm-hmm. some kind. Yeah. And I just was going like, man. It's, Sounds like Billy Crystal, and I was I looked it up, and I was like, "It is Billy Crystal." Yeah. I fucking knew it. I love that these Studio Ghibli films just like cast the most badass people. Betty White's in fucking Ponyo. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, well, there's a lot. Even like, well, you know who plays Howl? Oh, now that you ask, of course not. Oh, really? No, I I literally looked him up last night, but I don't remember now that it's you're talking. Christian about Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale, and then Josh Hutcherson is uh, Jackal. The Jackal. I thought he was Marco. No, he's the kid. The kid's name is Marco. Is it Marco? Is it yeah. Marco or Jackal? Marco. Okay, then it's Marco. I'm sorry. I yeah. the names. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's the kid. Um, so like, like it's way just before he was oh, famous. Oh, young, young, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him in this. I did too. He was fun. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, not the first Batman to be in a Studio Ghibli film. Michael Keaton is in Porco Rosso. I want to watch that one as well. I, I don't know what that one is, and it looks really weird. I've heard it's Top Gun. <laughs> Oh, interesting. So, like, I don't think like, it is. Like, not Top Gun, it is. I but think... it's like, it's fighter jet planes and war. Like, it's, it's, dog, it's jets. I think it's a dog, it's dog fight. fighting. Have, Top Gun's dog fighting. Have you watched that movie? Dog fight? Dog fight with uh, so. James Franco. <laughs> no, but I think I know what you're I talking about. I think it's about. called Dog Fight. Give me a minute while I look this up. Just going to go James Franco. I watched this in school, and it's not a bad movie. I would like to talk about or watch Porco Rosso. I heard it's really good. A lot of people overlook it because they're like, it looks wild. And it does. Yeah, it does. And I'll, I'll admit, that's kind of why I haven't I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. If it was in theaters, I'd watch it. I was wrong. It's called Flyboys. Oh. Fair enough. But it's dog fighting. Yeah. I, all I meant was Porco Rosso is dog fighting. That's okay. like, that's like the I feel like Porco Rosso gives hit. more Flyboys energy than Top Gun energy. I mean, probably. Unless but. he's a gay pilot. Like, there's no... <laughs> he plays volleyball. I don't... That's an older one. I don't know. I don't know if they. Maybe they would. This one, obviously. I mean, this one is very anti-war. Um, yeah, is the kind of theme of this. A lot and, of them usually have a theme. Ponyo's environmentalist. Mm-hmm. Um, this is anti-war. That's probably anti-war. Where would you rank this in your like top Studio, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli films? Um, it's third. Wait. Yeah, it's third for me. I think it's fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Ponyo. Yeah. Princess Mononoke. Wrong. Howls. Mine is, it's four out of five. Say wrong? Did you just trump me? Ponyo? Did, oh no no no! We're not moving past that. <laughs> Did you just Donald Trump me? <laughs> wrong. No. Fuck you. <laughs> I just I disagree. <laughs> Don't come at me, Trump, please. My opinion is just like wrong. <laughs> now, here, let me go look at my list. I actually have a list on Letterbox. Fake news. Fake news. Fake. Uh, hold on. Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. 
You don't remember you're going to your letterbox review? This is why I have letterbox. This is why um, I'm better than you. <laughs> it goes Ponyo. You're not better than me. I know. Spirited I away. Saying it, saying it just felt so <laughs> egotistical that I couldn't <laughs> help but laugh. Um, just so you're aware, my list is Studio Ghibli movies ranked. This isn't even rankable except Ponyo because Ponyo is perfect. I do think Ponyo is <laughs> the best one. It is. Ponyo's one. Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Kiki's, and then My Neighbor Totoro. I'm just, I, you know, I'm not a big, like Spirited Away is good, but it just, it didn't connect with me at all like some of the other ones. I don't seem to like the the very famous ones, like yeah. like My Neighbor Totoro and uh, Spirited Away. My Neighbor Totoro is boring and Yeah, boring. right. But Kiki, I mean, or no. It was a Kiki's, Kiki was cute, but it was so, uh, it was so quick. You know what? We're getting yeah, off track. We're, we're not, track. we're not really ranking yeah. them right now. Um, we'll have our episode for that, but yeah. But uh, yeah, today is Howl's Moving Castle, and I just yeah, I like a lot. What else of, do you have? I like a lot of stuff about this. I gotta bring in my notes. Um, what do you think of the whole Raven thing or the crow thing? I think he's a swallow. Well, he has to be something that collects shiny things, and crows collect shiny things. He looked like a swallow. What's a swallow? The type of bird, you pleb. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I thought you could have just educated me, you know, on this podcast, but whatever. You don't know anything about bird. I asked you questions about bird Bindia all ent- the fucking time. I don't know. How many either. fucking comic book facts do you tell me weekly? <laughs> this is not abnormal behavior. <laughs> Anyways, what the fuck is a swallow? Um, I honestly don't know. I'll look up a swallow. Oh, that was funny. What? I'm just gonna search what bird is. How? That's a movie. Bird is a movie. Yeah, he does resemble. Um, just the form. It didn't look like a crow or a raven or anything like that. Like, it's black, but just the shape of it kind of looked like a, a swallow. Yeah. This, this has been bird talk. It looked like a crow to me. I'm going to say crow. Okay. I'm going to take crow side because it's all black. Swallows aren't black all the way. There might be. That's fair. I'm going to say crow. Anyways, he turns into a bird. Mm-hmm. What would you think of that? Because. Well, I, f- I still stand that they, they I feel like they were trying to make Calcifer seem like a bad guy. I don't think so. Well, again, he's like, if you get me out of the situation, but then be- it's kind of like, oh, he's trying to get both of them. Out look, of the I got to be honest. If you're going to make try to make Calcifer look like a bad guy, you don't cast Billy Crystal. It's a good point, actually. You know <laughs> that what? Just, Trump's everything. As you're soon right. as I heard Billy Crystal, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel at home. I, mean, <laughs> That's I, fair. I honestly wish it, and it was like he was talking. And I was just like, why does this remind me of Max from uh, The Princess? Because it is. Miracle yeah, Max. It is. Um, but yeah, no, Calcifer, I don't know. It's, he's, no, I never got a bad vibe from him. That's fair. I mean, I might've just got the bad. He does. Yeah. He does bring up that like, um, deal deal. I think I caught onto that pretty early. Did you? No, honestly, I I was very much just kind of in it for the ride. I wasn't Mm -hmm. fully sure what was happening, but studio Ghibli films just take such weird twist and turns. You never really know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, I, I like I like Sophie. Sophie's a very fun character. I love Sophie. I love that her age like changed when she was asleep to kind of show that a lot of it was mental. So yeah, I want I was curious about that cuz it was that felt like something that was very on purpose. On purpose but also left for an interpretation mm-hmm. because I was going like is this like a sleeping thing when she's asleep it doesn't do that or is this whenever like uh, Howell is looking at her. He knows what she actually looks mm-hmm. like because he's a powerful wizard and all that stuff. But he's just like, 
I thought he was working on it as the movie went on. I was like, maybe he just isn't doesn't care or something like that. Um, is it mental? Is it this? I like I like that that was pretty open ended and left for interpretation. I was very confused on mm-hmm. it. What do you think about um, the Witch of the Waste? She ended up being more annoying than an issue. Personally, <laughs> yes. Um, at first, I was kind of confused whenever the uh, Madame Sulin or whatever the fuck Solomon got, Sol- Solomon got her powers because I was like, how is she using the little men with hats? You know, mm-hmm. um, the goo people, mm-hmm. um, different goo than Princess Mononoke. Um, and know. it was because she drained the power when she did the light thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which also means doesn't she have some type of demonic thing going on? Because I think they all do. Yeah, like like everyone's like oh da- demons, but they're also like wizards help. So like I don't know what they really want. I never got that. You got that sort of like subtext from this movie that I did not get at all. I was just like, what? I just, there was a lot, there were layers to everything. And I was like, okay, this means this. this I was just that. like demons. I That's don't know. fair. The demons are a part of Again, this world. Again, anime. And, um, <laughs> you I kind do, of have that exposure. I do have, would you like a one piece of trivia? Sure. Um, so I do know that based on the book, Sophie has her own magic and is able, even able to get a her own fire demon. See, that was one thing. I also thought she was a witch, and that was kind of what they were Mm -hmm. hinting at. Because she could break the spell herself. You know, like, she could change her age just like he could change his hair. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was kind of like, maybe hers is just about the age because of her curse, while his is about his body figure and shape and shit. There there were a lot of liberties that were taken with this movie. I know that um, there was also apparently Sophie had a sister, or another sister in the book, and they just cut that character completely Mm -hmm. out and yada, yada, yada. Um, I do want to talk that that castle is a TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. I very cool. It. It's very great. fun. That being said. It's a little more, it's like a downgrade from a TARDIS, kind of. Kind of. I do want to say, what is the rest of that castle No doing? clue, because there was one <laughs> small room, man. Yeah, they, 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 they like live in one small room. It's at the tail end of the castle, mm-hmm. and it looks like there's a whole city on top of yeah. the damn thing. And then, and then there isn't. <laughs> but think about the TARDIS the same way. You walk in, you only see the main room, but then, but you know, there's like different floors. Yeah, I was thinking it. I was like, is the door like is like that little area like before the steps to the door? Is that its own dimension that can travel between? I think trying to figure this out is gonna just be too much. Is it? (laughs) Is so? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tardis. Just just go with Tardis. That is enough of an explanation. Yeah, I guess it's enough. Um, I. There was also a little little production error. I was trying to find like things about this movie mm-hmm. to bring up. The one that I found that was so stupid, like, it was a little goof. Is like whenever he redesigns the whole place, he mm-hmm. says like you see that new color on the dial and switches it to it and to go to like the secret area. Um, it, but the color he switches it to is one of the old colors. Yeah, I noticed that too. Actually, oh, yeah? cool. Yeah, that was, was a little like, goof. Uh, well, oh well. Yeah, I think it was on the new color mm-hmm. and they switched it off. Um. I don't have I don't have too much about the actual I just have like what a drama queen. Oh, I wrote here great stair scene. Stairs. Uh, but, oh, whenever they're climbing it and she's carrying the dog. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is a that is it. Okay, I was actually completely forgetting the stair scene. But no, that is a that's that a great fun. stair scene because it is like it's immediate that's when you get the payback yeah for her putting the curse on it that even though she put a curse on her to be a very old woman Mm -hmm. she went she caught up to her passed her went back picked up the dog and then still beat her up there and 
I was like, yes, I love it. I love it. She <laughs> kept being like, witch. I would help you if I was younger. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, no. And it's like, I can't break your curse. It's like, bitch, I don't believe you, which mm-hmm. she couldn't. But that's not the point. <laughs> I think she could have eh. until she got her magic stripped away that's from her. That's true. I think she just didn't care. She became annoying after she like stole his yes, heart from Calcifer. Yes, she did. So I know that there's there's something to that character, but it was it was a little confusing to me whenever like towards the end, whenever she is she gets the package from Solomon and she mm-hmm. is like, I'm not gonna let anything happen to Howell, but then she nearly kills Howell by throwing this like goo monster into Calcifer and yeah. Calcifer nearly dies. I don't think she knew she was a little senile after she got her powers driven because they, they said they made her the age that she actually was. I guess. So like I think she was a little delusional personally. It's like not an excuse or justification, just kind of what happened. Maybe. What were those cigars? I think it like the smoke also like took him out. Like it was poison for him in mm-hmm. the castle. Um personally because he was like, let's put that out. <laughs> yeah. God, that was that was very annoying. Yeah. She became annoying right then. I was like, okay, you're more of a nuisance than a help right now. I was on your side. I was like, we can be friends. Mm-hmm. And now you're annoying me. <laughs> I wasn't. <That's laughs> I wasn't. But um, but she was an interesting enough character. Yeah. I do have a question like, no. for you. Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? I don't think it does. Yes. Her and her younger sister. Her younger sister is like, go find yourself. Do something. So it passes the Bechdel test. Is what the thing talk- is that we had to question it says a lot. Is what she's talking about finding love? No, she wants her just to not take over the shop. I guess that's fair. It's, it's it it there's, barely does. Which is a, sad. I just I did notice that in this movie, which there are some feminist things in this movie, mm-hmm. mostly talking about like um sophie and being an old woman and kind of this movie gives a very nice portrayal of like Mm -hmm. it's not all bad growing old which was very comforting i do love that like moment where she's kind of sitting and she's like i've never felt more free Mm -hmm. and and she isn't afraid of it she just wants to watch the scenery yeah like I, i liked all that stuff but it but in terms of like actual like there's a lot there's like three women three main women in this and anytime that they're interacting they're all just talking they're all just like fighting over howl yeah and i'm honestly going i'm i am watching it going like he ain't that great <laughs> took a hit here i was uh, like i don't know it's, it's, he's fine yeah i understand like christian bale he, he definitely like sweeps you off your feet yeah figuratively and literally literally um i think so, like, mostly I get it. literally mostly literally i was so, like i get it but at the same time like he's just a guy it was more just. He's it just was a guy. It was after seeing him melt down into just a puddle. of I moves. was like, "All right, cool." It's very relatable. Very, it is. It is mood. Absolute fucking mood. However, comma bitch baby. Because he wasn't pretty anymore. I know. He literally <laughs> changed. His, I'm so. I'm so upset. I was like, "Dude, come on." Well, she's just like, "He's so vain," and I was like, "I know." She's so, so vain. Brown. You know, it's he's so vain. That's what I meant. So he probably thinks this song is about it. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a theme song in that movie. I think I that's about who? Who's that one dude? Warren. I think that song's about Warren Beatty. I don't know. I think it's meant to be that we don't actually know, but I think the prevailing theory is it's about it's, Warren Beatty. The, yeah. Or it Warren Beatty is just so vain that he would think that song yeah. is about him. Um. Whenever. Uh, Oh, John. Like Azamo. No. The one Taylor Swift dated. I don't know. 
know. John. Why would I know that? I know. I that's why I, I I knew you wouldn't know. I was, I was like I was like this one. Mellon John Mayer. Camp. He um oh. he sued her because she has a song called Dear John that she was releasing again, and he was like it's defamation. And basically in court she was like I never said it was about him. John is really John Doe. And then he lost. So then she got on stage with the original singer of You're So Vain. Oh, yeah. And they sang it together after she won the case. And that was the most, that was the best thing in the world to me. That's hilarious. Queen shit. Also, every, there's so many songs that are just about these people. Like, why are you going, why are you suing for it? You're just one of the many other people. Yeah, one guy, Taylor Swift. Especially Taylor Swift. She does that exclusively. she literally like got she, her and one of her exes were breaking up. I don't know which one it was. And he was like, "You're probably gonna go write a song about this." And she went, "Yeah, that's, that's my, my career. <laughs> I literally write about my feelings." Which one did she write about Tom Hiddleston? I don't know. I don't think he had a bad one. Oh, I think he had just like a what a king. <laughs> yeah, because I know Blank Space was Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, I like that song. It's though. a good song, but I don't. I don't want it to be about that. <laughs> Harry Styles. No, it's a good song. Uh, uh, but anyways, I'll look that up. Back later. to the point from Taylor Swift. Okay, Howl's Moving Castle. Um, um, no, would you like? I have a lot of trivia about this. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I, I'm all here for it. Sweet. So, uh, Christian Bale was so impressed with Spirited Away, he said that he would play any role in this movie, not expecting to get the lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, this, not surprised. He's a good actor. Yeah, he is a very good actor. Uh, this movie is the first to feature a the Batman growl that Christian Bale is famous for. Mm. Did you recognize that? No, I didn't. It's the scene where he's like in the full beast form, and she, yes, yeah, like she's like, you can't even break the spell on you. He does the Batman growl, and it's because he was working on like preparing for Batman while recording this. Huh. Um, and then the secret garden uh, that Howell takes Sophie to, and then gets burned. Yes. Yes, <laughs> is based on Wales, and Christian Bale is Welsh. Ah, it's, a lot of Christian Bale trivia here. No, I, I've, I've sorted it here in order of things. I um, let's see. In the book, Sophie has her own magic, as I had said, and even gets her own mm-hmm. fire demon. Suspected um, that. Mm-hmm. Kiki was also based on a book, and they thought, uh, and in the book, she does get to talk to the cat again, but in the movie, they don't make it out like she can. Hmm um let's see oh this was this one is a is me going dubbed can be better than subbed yeah <laughs> uh in the subbed version uh sophie is the voice actor is the same woman but playing both young and old while in the dub version the young sophie is played by emily mortimer and old sophie is played by gene simmons mm-hmm. uh and then this one i found very interesting so oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna Miyazaki was not set to direct. It was originally intended to be directed by, I'm going to mispronounce this and I apologize, uh, Memoru Hosoda, Hosoda mm-hmm. but left due to creative differences. Uh, Hosoda would later become a successful anime director and animator in his own right, working on projects such as Digimon and hmm. One Piece films, most notably, uh, and most recently, that movie Bell. Oh. Yes. Bell was okay. Okay. It was, uh, we it was Beauty and the Beast. Sure. We don't know exactly why. Like, we, they say creative differences. I tried to find what the reason was. The closest thing I could find was that he reflected on the time working on this movie as very helpful for his career, even though he did not actually mm-hmm. get anything to fruition. 
Um, and then with a budget of $24 million, uh, this movie made $236 million worldwide. And counting, because it comes back every year. I guess, yeah, that would <laughs> like, be let's true. Be honest. So, like, every Studio Ghibli film has the potential yeah. to keep going. So, I mean, obvious to say this movie was a smash hit. Oh, for sure. Won Academy Awards and everything like that. And it's, yeah, it's really good. What did you think about, like, the anti-war kind of themes of this? I felt... It felt very backburner to me. It felt very backburner, but it also was a little convoluted mm-hmm. because while they kind of distinguished Howl being able to go to different places, they didn't distinguish all the places he could go to. So whenever he was like requested at both castles, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, okay, but which like like how what is so special about these? Because you only really knew about her town. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it did feel very backburner. But also, I think that was kind of like the point because he also had his own war happening. With like in like the other realm or whatever the fuck where he went with the black area because he yes. was revisiting his past. Let's shit. talk about that. We haven't really talked about yeah. it. What did you think of that scene when she she walks through the black door? Felt very Susan May. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. It's yet. a good movie. We're gonna talk also, about. Also, you could you would probably say that this one is what Susan May. No, for sure, Susan May can't. Like, I think someone watched this and went. Doors, <laughs> and then <laughs> ran, and then had a whole other plot and went. I think doors. you know what? I think you're wrong. I think Suzume took it from Monsters Inc. Honestly, maybe. No, <laughs> it's very dimension shoved in door. I think this one got it from Monsters Inc. <laughs> um, I liked it. It was interesting. It kind of it. It's literally like you should watch Suzume okay. <laughs> because it's it's kind of uncanny. Um, the time travel thing was fine. It mm-hmm. made sense in the end because I was always kind of like. They're like drawn it's, to it's each other. It's barely a time travel thing, yeah. I'd say. And I kind of like the way that it, it's used in this because I don't... Talking about like maybe your name with how it's very time travel kind of heavy and how that you can interact with the past and it still makes a mm-hmm. profound effect. I like that it was a lot more subtle and just she's just a spectator and maybe even using her own will or her own magic or whatever. It's left very ambiguous. She is able to just get enough probably to make him seek her out in the future Mm -hmm. and it's not and that's very small and i think that works i think that works a lot better than some other ones that are more Mm heavy-handed um but i did like seeing like the birth of calcifer and Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff i do i yeah pretty quickly all and i was pretty much just like yeah calcifer is looking out for how oh for sure (laughs) um well my thing was um all i knew about this was he was look. he basically had the castle to look for her Mm mm-hmm um, and then that didn't happen. That wasn't really confirmed until that scene at the very end. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Now it makes more sense. So the whole movie, I was kind of like, when is that? I was like, maybe I was wrong, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so it was kind of nice to see that like come to fruition in that way and be I, like, he was searching for her. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's right. But I, I don't know. I felt like, I think with the her screaming that out and something that I liked is maybe he did like, maybe that was his driving force was to look for her. Or maybe it was like a vague memory mm-hmm. that he had and he just he didn't really plan to do all that stuff. But fate kind of worked mm-hmm. out that way anyway. But she did tell him like she could save him if he finds her in the future. Yes. But and- but also I, I liked that it was a, you didn't know how powerful how much that actually worked. Like you could tell that he he heard something enough to like look and notice. Mm-hmm. But did he did he hear her all the way? Did he know to yeah. look for? Is he looking at every Sophie in the in the world? I or think in he the knew area? He saw her. Maybe I don't know. I just I like that it was kind of like there was a lot that could have gone wrong mm-hmm. with it, and I liked that. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't I don't know too much else about or to say about this. I but it, it was it was good. It was fun. Yeah. What do you think about um Oh, I want to ask you, what do you think about when they're in the meadows or the secret garden thing, and then the warship shows up? I was like, well, this is going to be bombed. It was not. No, that's what was bombed later. Oh. That's what he was defending later, was that. That's why it was sad. I thought it was the castle. It was both. He was defending that, and that's why the castle got bombed. And Uh, then he left there. He basically abandoned his home to save her home. That was kind of... Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was dark and deep as shit. I was like, fuck. Okay. Well, yeah. Because that was his childhood home. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just sad. Um, It was good. It was, I mean, I, I like, I liked the magic he used to just like very quickly. Yeah. It's like, let's fuck that off. <laughs> just start yeah. doing shit with it. Uh, I like that. There's a lot of like looking into this. I saw that there was a lot of, it seemed like the anti-war because it's, um, this movie is talking about the, Iraq war in 2003 like that's what the commentary mm-hmm. is on and uh Miyazaki is a very big like pacifist it doesn't you can see that from in every a bunch of his other yeah. works and stuff like that so it was but in terms of I don't know for me it just it didn't feel at very heavy-handed or I don't I don't even want to say heavy-handed it doesn't feel like it's the focal theme but from what other people are saying it seems like that's what they think the focal theme is. maybe that's kind of the point Maybe. You know? Because, I mean, I knew that that was all happening, but it was very background to me mm-hmm. because we live in a first world country. Oh, is that it. what you were saying? I was thinking. So maybe the commentary was, is it's not, it is happening, but we're just not. That's a very it. smart thing. I yeah. I was going to say it felt very background to me because I was interested in the romance. <laughs> that as well. I mean, that's kind of. I think you I have think, a bit better point. <laughs> I, I think the underlying theme is what I said, but I sure. think front facing, it's what you said. True. So you kind of have both. I will say I don't buy Sophie actually loving. <laughs> I mean, really? Not really. Like whenever she tries to say in where he does the Batman voice, like she tries saying, but I love you. And I was like, girl, you could do better. Fuck. You just thought she could do better. I respect that. I kind of thought that. <laughs> I was like, why? This well, dude's a mess. <laughs> well, and it's kind of like Ponyo whenever like, uh, what's him call it? Like the theme is save the ocean, <laughs> you know, like don't like, like environment. But, Doesn't really feel romantic in Ponyo. No, not romantic, but but that like takes a back burner to the fact that it's Little Mermaid. I don't think it does take a back burner, especially since like for the third act thing, it's like the planet gets like flooded. Or yeah, something. not the planet, but like the island, the city, and, yeah. and everything like that. Um, I gotta rewatch Ponyo. Me too. Now that yeah, we talked about it, right? <laughs> it's also just good. It is great. Um, but no, I don't think I have too much more to say about this. I I just really enjoyed it. I did. Me too. I, I like. I've I've always been worried pulling the trigger on this movie for some reason, and then as soon as I did, I like just within the first four minutes, I was I was hooked, and I was like, I'm so glad I pressed play. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and so it's really great. And yeah. if you haven't checked this out, and you're still at this point for some reason, yeah, <laughs> go give it a watch. Absolutely. What would you rate rate this? Um, I think I give it four and a half. What would that be in our system? Uh, best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Yeah. I can get down with that. Best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Pa- like... Panya's best thing since Betty White. Oh, for sure. With that shout out. Literally because she's in it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, and just so you guys know, the point was we were going to watch this in the theater together. Yeah. But then we had gigs. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we have bills. So yeah. we just had to watch it at home. Mm-hmm. That was like, why we're like, ah. Oh, it was it's... still good. It was still great. Very good. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll watch Porco Rose. Yeah, <laughs> we should. If it's if it comes around in like oh, November yeah, or some yeah, yeah. shit, we should definitely do that. But, um, 
with that, if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do that um, back to the point 21 at gmail.com. Uh, on Instagram, we are at back to the point, and on TikTok, we are at back to the point pod. Uh, on Instagram, I am bombastic brad one. You are frames per seth, like frames per second. That's what it is. I was going to say rate. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say frames per rate. <laughs> but, um, and with that, we will leave you. To be continued with the intro to Gen V. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. It's going to be good. Get ready to get it's gonna depressed. Dark. It's going to be rough. <laughs> I can see so many deaths. <laughs> Where do you think we'll get the deep choke? I don't know. I'm hoping it's within the It'll first It'll probably three. be like the last of the third episode. Like to kind of get I'll, us I'm back. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. See you next time. See you next time.